happy, happy Monday, everyone. It's great to be back. since books. Professor and author of the new book, The Sad Truth About Happiness, Dad Sad. <laughs> Professor, congratulations on the new book. What is the secret to happiness? Before I ask you about this thing, do you have a, a piece? Well, I mean, there's many, but one, find the right spouse, find the right job. That, uh, I'm over two. You're no, over <laughs> two. Uh, <laughs> joking she doesn't watch everything in moderation oh there you go live life as though it's a playground always be smiling don't take yourself seriously live without regret there's a whole bunch of good stuff in there by the way i have a bone to pick with you what your book is being released on the same day as mine mm. i consider that a form of anti-semitism <laughs> you know he's right <laughs> Do you have the equivalent of this kind of self-congratulation in academic circles? I, you do, yeah. and I try to avoid it like a plague. Mm -hmm. Groucho Marx famously said, right, I don't want to belong to a club that would have me as a member. Yeah. And these guys are doing the exact opposite. Please choose me. Please have me. I despise that kind of attitude. I mean, to a fault, I usually reject invitations to go to these self-congratulatory mm -hmm. things in academia. So mm -hmm. That was a slander to you. Man. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can I briefly mention a thing about uh, the train? I think yeah. it's of, of uh, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. So in, you, I know that you love evolutionary psychology. The peacock has a big tail because it serves as an honest signal, mm -hmm. a costly signal. It has to be wasteful in order for it to be right. discriminating, right? Discriminatory. Well, she's doing exactly that. I mean, literally, there's a tail behind her that shows, look how wealthy I must be to be able to engage in this kind of wasteful consumption. Mm -hmm. Isn't this a solution to this kind of self-identification hysteria? Is just jump right into the pool and get wet. I'm already way ahead of this guy. So in my last book, The Parasitic Mind, I argued that I should be allowed to enter a under eight judo competition using trans ageism and trans gravity because I self-identify a seven-year-old boy who's 63 pounds. <laughs> that more recently, I, I also reported that there's a new thing called transgenderism by proxy. Let's suppose I'm a gay man who only sleeps with men, mm -hmm. but I feel conflicted about that. Let's say my religion makes me feel bad about that. Mm -hmm. I could self-identify the men that I've slept with as women, and therefore I'm a strict heterosexual. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, I recently came out of the proverbial closet as a gay man because my biological woman, wife, mm -hmm. with whom I've been married for 23 years, and she has... We've had children together. Mm -hmm. She self-identifies as a man. And so I stand before you right here as a proud gay man. Oh, very good. Congratulations. <laughs> I just when they asked for five buckets of ice. Yeah, yeah. Something was going down. Professor, is there an evolutionary angle to this or any kind of... I don't think there's an evolutionary angle, but life is stochastic. There are all sorts of vagaries. I don't mean to be, be charitable towards the cops, but happens yeah i i i i'm lebanese jewish right but on my passport it says born beirut lebanon i could potentially look like a archetypal of a terrorist mm -hmm. whenever i go into israel i have tons of family there they usually whisk me away and interrogate me for several hours until they realize that my brother's name is moses my name is gad which is one of the hit and then they say oh sorry about that so it happens bad things happen you dust it off I went through the Lebanese Civil War. Worst things can happen. Mm. You're offering an interesting perspective. 
which I hate. <laughs> Coming up! Alright, Dad. Sad. Sir. Yes. Well, uh, Ontario NDP party has just argued that it is completely out of bounds for people to say anything that might be construed as offensive in, as relating to drag shows. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I often will post satirical tweets where I say, for children to truly improve their reading, they have to be taught by twerking drag queens. <laughs> yes. and, by, and by not doing that, you're, you're, you're holding children back. Mm -hmm. So according, if this were to pass, I would be whisked away into some jail. That's how woke we are in Canada. Isn't it amazing? Jordan Peterson predicted all of this. You know, there's also a friend of his who's extremely good looking called Brad Sav who predicted the exact same thing with Ariel. Did I just open up some kind of strange rivalry? Jordan's the best. There's no rivalry. Yeah, but he was, I mean, he was the one about the pronouns. Yeah, he was, uh, what we are going through right now, the pronouns, he was talking about it. What, what year was that? Like 2014? 20, 20, maybe 2015, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like everybody was laughing. Oh, this is not going to be a problem. This is not going to well, be a problem. We, we both went in front of the Canadian Senate to warn people about the slippery slope. And now we're sitting back and we're saying, we told you so. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they said 56% of people in online groups say they've seen neighbors complain about each other. And 34% find it entertaining to read about their neighbors. What does this say about humans? Well, it certainly doesn't mimic my reality in my neighborhood. Everybody, all my neighbors are unbelievably sweet. Actually, I just had a young couple move from woke San Francisco to Montreal because they could no longer handle San Francisco. Wow. So to them, shout out, they'll know who they are. Uh, I have only good things to say about my neighbors. Do you guys, so you guys do get TV in Canada? We do have TV. <laughs> so they'll be seeing this. That's neat. I love those third world countries when they're coming up. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, Jason? Nice. Yeah, that's cool. 